Wife44F cheated I45M filed for divorce when I found out and she tried to kill herself on New Year's Eve. Right, where to begin? The soon-to-be ex-wife and I were together for over 25 years. 22 of those married. Prior to this, there were no infidelities or large problems. We have four children a pair of twins boy and girl 20 years old, a son that is 19 and our youngest daughter is 15. I filed for divorce mid-December and had her move out of our home and back with her parents. Got a lot of voicemail left and emails and even handwritten letters about how sorry she is about what she has done. But I never replied in any way. When it finally dawned on her I was really going through this and there was nothing she could do to stop it. She attempted suicide. In all likelihood, she would have died had her parents not stayed at home to keep an eye on her. From what I have been told, she tried to overdose on pills, but no one knows where she got them in the first place. Her infidelity apparently became fully physical only recently late November or early December. But even before that she was emotionally cheating for at least a few months before that. I do not care to find out how long since it would not really help me in any way. Since it was a married man with whom she had the affair, I did notified his wife, so he is getting divorced too. Add to that, they are co-workers, which is how they met in the first place. And I assume they used work time to start the affair. For those that are going to ask how did you find out, the answer is I did not. Our son and daughter the twins did, they saw their mother kissing with the other man. In public the place in question is not somewhere where any of us usually pass through and then they proceeded to inform me. I started digging around and found more than enough evidence of a prolonged affair. I do not have many deal breakers and believe that marriage is something that is a continuous work in progress. You have to do your part to keep it alive and well. But cheating is something that I absolutely will not overlook or forgive. To cheat is to take a shit on all the time you spend together. To take a dump on your shared lives. It is nothing more than selfishness and cruelty. I am just telling you so you can understand me a bit better. Maybe. But that is really, really reaching maybe. I could have tried to look past this if it had been a one-time thing and she immediately came to me. Contrite and remorseful. But she was not. I mean, she only started sobbing and bawling once she got caught and that to me is utterly worthless. It is easy to cry once your shit is put into the spotlight. But before all this, I have never noticed anything remorseful about her or any sign of guilt. I just cannot live with someone like that. Thankfully, all of the kids were supporting and understanding when I told them I was going to divorce their mother. Our youngest cried more than I did, but said I was doing the right thing for all of us. She did ask me if she could live with me. The other three already have places of their own by their own choice and I told her she did not even have to ask. I think that is the best thing in this situation overall. Just having the kids there showing me not all of those years being with my wife were a waste. Whatever she is like now, I can at least be grateful for our children. If nothing else, I love them more than anything. Unfortunately, nearly everyone we know, barring the friends who were my friends before they became the families, are trying to get me to stop the divorce and talk to her, go into counseling or some other nonsense. More so after the suicide attempt. Needless to say, all those people are on my shit list and I have cut all forms of communication with them. Sadly, that includes the in-laws, whom I have really loved before all of this happened since I am an orphan myself and saw them as the family I never had. They tried getting to me through their 
grandkids, which has soured them on visiting their grandparents in the near future. The kids tell me they love them, but they just cannot be around them at this time because they are being so overbearing. They have also chosen to distance themselves from their mother, though they are still in touch obviously. I am in therapy myself, going through some counseling because for all that has happened I feel nothing. When I look, back at finding out about all this, I see the lack of rage and hurt is very worrying. My therapist says I have numbed myself on purpose, to help me get through this easier. I do not know. Before all this, if anyone asked me how I felt about my marriage and wife, I did probably tell them I as happy as I could be, with a big smile on my face. Now, nothing. When I heard about the suicide attempt, you might as well have told me the weather forecast for the day. I did not feel anything, not for me personally. Anyway, I was angry, in a way, as to what this could have done to our children. But beyond that her trying to kill herself just does not get a reaction out of me. I am not happy that she has realized how much she has ruined our lives. But I am not feeling any sort of empathy either. I cannot. It is just that I look at the situation and think yes. And, how is that any concern of mine? I am not like that. Or at least I do not think I was like that. Before all of this, and my therapist assures me that numbness will pass, it is part of the healing process. But here we are, more than a month later and I still feel nothing about what happened. I am honestly not sure if that is good or bad, I will just have to wait and see. As to the rest of my life, the friends that stayed true to me are not letting me spend much time alone. They understand that I do need some time for myself every now and again, but they do not want me to alone. It all seems so different now, you know. Now, my main concern here is about our kids. For now, they are keeping away from her, of their own free choice. I did not poison them against their mother or anything of the sort. They just do not want to talk to her much at all. Our youngest has been hit the hardest by her mother's infidelity, and I have been thinking of maybe having her see, go for some therapy too, if we cannot resolve this on our own. This is what really bothers me about the whole thing. That our children reacted so severely to their mother's infidelity. I did be lying if I said I was not glad that they did react negatively to it. Because it goes to show that they understand that adultery is no small matter and that it can, like it has for us, destroy marriages and families. But I am worried about long term. Will they get over this? Will they eventually form a tangible relationship with their mother? Will they heal? If any of you folks have been in any situation as similar as ours, please share your experiences. Too long didn't read wife cheated, I filed for divorce, she tried to kill herself, and our children have been hit pretty roughly by all this, but they have supported me all the way. What can I do to make this easier for them? What can I do to help them heal? Just talk to them, have an honest conversation, sit them down one by one. If need be explain to them that you want to know how they are handling the situation. Nothing they feel will hurt your feelings but you want to make sure they are alright. Your kids are all pretty much adults, even your youngest is old enough to know what is going on. So approach this pragmatically, as if you are dealing with an adult. If they need additional help, see about getting them some. But it sounds like they have been pretty honest about how they are feeling up to this point. Also, good on you for not going back to her. No contact is the way to go. As much as I hate to say this, she is obviously hurting that may have turned her into a bit of an attention seeker. 
She is going through some things but just as her mental health is important, so is yours. Do not allow yourself or your children to be put back in an unhealthy situation. We have had a few times together, one on one, when I did talk with them about this, when it seemed like it was weighing a lot on their minds, but still, they seem to, be cautious, like they expect me to break at any given moment, because I did not show any big emotion until now, or I am just overthinking things. They are really important to me, and I will see about talking with them again real soon. They have been around more often since this happened, and asking if they maybe would feel more comfortable talking with a professional instead of me. As far as their mother and myself are concerned, I do not have any plans whatsoever to get in touch with her, though it has been hinted at me, by my therapist, that at one point if she sought therapy I might be asked to come along, but I am not really sure I could or even want to do that. Her mental health, as cold as this may sound, is none of my concern so long as it does not have an impact on our children in a negative way. Thank you for your advice and your kind words. I know it is probably not the answer you want, but they need time. There is no way to hurry healing. You being in counseling is a very good thing. Keep going. The numbness is concerning. I believe that too will pass with time. When my husband cheated on me, I actually grieved the death of my marriage for many months. You had a good marriage, just as I did. It is not easy, even all this time later, to remember how happy we were and how much I lost. The same will happen to your children, if not now, then in time. My only concern would be that they are not honest, with their feelings, due to their loyalty to you. So again, hopefully with time they will be able to forgive their mother. That is going to be a huge part of the healing they need to do. And that has nothing to do with her, and everything to do with their own mental health and well-being. She may never know whether or not she was forgiven. It is interior to, and important for, them. I wish you all the best. There is no, way to hurry healing. Very true. By no means would I try to do that. I just worry about them putting their lives on hold, no matter how briefly, due to what has happened between their mother and me, it is not easy, even all this time later, to remember how happy we were and how much I lost, it is very unfair, is not it, to not have even any input in what is going on, to not even be aware of what is going on, and suddenly it is over and done, because how can you, trust them after that, where was the remorse? the guilt when they were committing adultery. I think this is something that does reach me, in a way, the unfairness of it all. My only concern would be that they are not honest with their feelings, due to their loyalty to you. I could see that being an issue, thinking they have to castigate their mother as a way of supporting me. Um, another thing to bring up, and that has nothing to do with her, and everything to do, with their own mental health and well-being. I understand that much. My therapist has helped me with that to see if it was something that could help me too, in cracking the ice, so to speak. Forgiveness more often than not has nothing to do with telling someone you forgive them for something they did, but rather letting go of what happened and moving on with your life. I wish you all the best, thank you. Hi, OP, I was your twins in this situation. About 8 years ago I caught my mother cheating on my father. They had been together nearly 30 years at the time. It was an affair that everyone knew about except for my dad and us kids. Literally after the divorce friends of my dad began commenting that they had seen my mother at gatherings where couple were expected, only to find her there alone. I found it through texts after she had told me to look for an old message on her phone. 
I told my dad because I loved both my parents, but I did not love one more than the other. My mother was not remorseful until she realized my father was going to go through with the divorce. She then turned vengeful demanding money, claiming abuse, and eventually went to our vacation house and family home without warning in order to take things that she wanted not just her things but all of our baby pictures fine china left to me by my grandmother, and things like our everyday dinnerware. My father loved my mother dearly and he could not bring himself to leave her high and dry though our state says infidelity no right to alimony so he purchased her a home, car, and furniture. She was basically living off of him still while also running around like a teenager. It made me sick. I had no desire to be part of my mother's life. My father never pushed the issue early on and he never spoke bad of her. He always told us kids that we were adults and could make our own choice to have her in our lives. I chose to not speak to my mother or acknowledge her in any way for four years. It was the best four years of my life. However, my father soon guilted me into having a relationship with her because he felt bad for her. I have been back in contact for three years and I am miserable. She calls me, daily, is constantly trying to do things with me, shows up where I am uninvited and unannounced, and generally is a pain in my ass. So your kids are all old enough to make decisions concerning their relationship with their mother. Keep being pro-choice about their relationship with her. Do not force them to do anything this is something they have to figure out in their own, they will be okay. And for the love of all that is holy, please do not let this woman wear you down on your decision to cut her out of your life. No matter what she says or does, I see my father suffer greatly from losing my mother and still loving her, trying to help her, and getting shit on in return. It breaks my heart because he deserved so much more than what she did to him. Best of luck and much love, support, and wishes of strength to you and your family. I am sorry to hear that about your father. Have you considered getting him into therapy? This is very unhealthy for him, and subsequently all of you, how he let your mother run rampant. If my wife was attempting anything of the sort, I did have completely cut her off from our children as I cannot see any possible benefit by allowing her to stay in touch with them, protecting my children, and cherishing them, comes first before everything else. As for your relationship with your mother, why not simply cut it off again? You do not owe her anything and your father should understand that you are your own person and he should not even attempt to guilt you into doing anything you do not want. And for the love of all that is holy, please do not let this woman wear you down on your decision to cut her out of your life. I have no intention of doing that. We will always share a connection through our children, but she has effectively, from the first time she cheated, stopped being my wife in every way possible. I sincerely hope your father does listen to you and does get into therapy and does move on from your mother. If he is so desperate to love someone, there are plenty of people out in this wide world of ours that are far more deserving of his affections. Best of luck to you too, and I certainly hope things start turning for the better from here on. My father did not believe in therapy. He is 71 and very much against fake medicine as he sees it. I reopened communication with my mother at the insistence of my father. My drip in the tap turned into all-out flooding from her. She is constantly calling and texting coming by my house, and at this point it is, impossible to pull her back without cutting her off, 
Doing that would result in being the only one not talking to her and once again being pushed by my entire family to have a relationship with her. Four years after the divorce my father's family would not be satisfied by my response to their questions. Why do not you talk to her? Because I do not want to. But that is your mother. My dad was not desperate to love anyone. He just really loved my mother. She was his second wife and he gave her everything she could have ever wanted. I do not think he is lonely as much as he feels he is somehow responsible for her actions. He is slowly started to come around and understand that she is a lost cause he tried to help her when she got in over her head with CC debt. Lost her vehicle for non-payment, had to change jobs because she was not making enough to pay her bills, etc. By buying a car she could make payments in, but she never pays, and by loaning her money. So I suspect it would not be long before he washes his hands of her completely. Thank you for your response. But that is your mother. That is not a reason. That is simply a fact she gave birth to you, I admit. With me never having parents of my own, I cannot truly understand the lengths that some people would go to, to keep their parents in their lives. No matter how wretched they were, if my wife was making our children miserable, I did never force them to contact her or keep in touch with her. Why, on earth does your father's family want this? I cannot even begin to guess. Still, all my best to you. Hi, I am really sorry you have all been put through this. My mother had an affair and left my young brother, father and I when I was 12 going on 13 after my dad found out and asked her to, with us kids besides him, crying and in shock and I have never felt the same about her since. The anger I felt for years has subsided with the help of counseling just last year. At 33, it was not really a thing when I was a kid I cannot even remember one adult asking me if I was okay but that loving bond just is not there and never will be. No matter how much she tries to push it on us now we are adults with children of our own. I have very little respect for her and she is gone on to make bad decision after bad decision in life. My mother has taught me what not to do in life, so I thank her for that at least. But I will never love her in the way a daughter could. It is a huge shame for everyone. And I am so sorry this has happened to your family. You sound like a wonderful, supportive father and I am sure you will be a big help to your children emotionally. As they will you. Best of luck. That sounds like a truly horrific thing and a great tragedy that no child or spouse should ever experience. I cannot even begin to imagine leaving any of our children behind, not unless someone was physically dragging me away against my own will. I am so sorry you and your family went through that. I certainly hope your father was able to move on and realize that he was not the one responsible for your mother's actions. And I am glad you have managed to pass this yourself. You will make a wonderful parent too. If you are not one already, because you have learned, sadly with the hard way, just how fragile and sensitive children are and how important their parents are to them. Best of luck to you too and I wish you nothing but joy in your life. Will they get over this? Will they eventually form a tangible relationship with their mother? Will they heal? Both the infidelity and now the suicide attempt are two efforts on her part to reject the life she built with her family. 
The suicide itself is far more profound and it is not uncommon for kids to never or connect with a parent who cheats than attempts suicide. How the kids react to that will be up to their individual personalities and the relationship they had with her previously. I would not be surprised if the teenagers are done with her forever, their hatred of her will subside, but it is possible that she will never be anything more than a pathetic figure. No child can feel secure with a parent who does those things. No child will admire a parent who does those things. She is a broken mess, and to whatever extent you can, you need to grieve the death of that life in order to move on to the next one. What can I do to make this easier for them? What can I do to help them heal? Make your home as safe, calm, and happy as possible. Fill it with all the light and beauty you can. Make yourself stronger than you are by allowing yourself to be more human and fragile than let them see you work through the morning and into a stronger place. Try not to take comfort in their negativity towards your ex. Try to encourage them to not entertain that negativity and to be loving and understanding. Um, I am worried about the hatred more than anything else. It is sort of like love. It is an attachment of sorts, because it keeps pulling you towards thinking about someone, even if in a negative way. Make your home as safe calm and happy as possible fill it with all the light and beauty you can i think we have accomplished this together for christmas since christmas to us is a time that we spend at home together with family and friends too my friends came with their families and filled up the whole house with noise and cheer as sappy as it might sound the kids loved it and i think they might have even reconnected with some of their own childhood friends a few of my friends children are about the age of the twins and we have known each other for a large portion of our lives make yourself stronger than you are by allowing yourself to be more human and fragile than let them see you work through the morning and into a stronger place this is a work in progress i am afraid i have no idea if there will ever be a burst in the dam so to speak or not but I want them to know that their dad is fine and he will live through this and move on with his life. In essence, I do not want them to worry too much about me and live their lives. Try not to take comfort in their negativity towards your ex. Sorry, I might have phrased it poorly. It is not that they are expressing too much negativity towards their mother, but the act itself. Our youngest said to me, in one of our talks, that she does not understand how can anyone do what her mother did. She cannot understand why she did not think about the consequences. Try to encourage them to not entertain that negativity and to be loving and understanding. I cannot make any promises regarding that, but whatever it helps them along, I am willing to try at least once. To you, as well, my thanks for the advice and kind words. Hum. I am worried about the hatred more than anything else. It is sort of like love. It is an attachment of sorts, because it keeps pulling you towards thinking about someone, even if in a negative way. I am having trouble parsing what you are saying here. Are you talking about someone else's feelings? Your own. Your language is clinical. Can you rewrite it as if you were feeling it, not as if Spock were describing it? This, of course, gets to the detachment thing you are talking about. I am an analytical person, too, and cannot always report to you what I am feeling, but in this case you do not need more careful, even-handed analysis. You need a collection of emotions you allow yourself to feel even if you have to fake them at first. I would suggest that you write down what you could reasonably feel right now. Keep them elemental, not cerebral. Pretend you are an actor prepping for a role. Your instinct will be to rewrite them into reasonable. Detached assertions do not 
you need to get your guts back into your life. Your children need this. Once you have written them, look in the mirror and say them. Try to feel them. Let them happen. Think of it as something you practice, like a piece of music. If any part of you thinks well, that will be ridiculous or I will probably do some ludicrous sobbing thing or what if it never stops. Then congratulations you have located your emotional toolkit and the thick layer of preventative fear you have encased it in. Time to break down that fear bit by bit. Why is this important? Why not just remain aloof and third person for your kids? First, because the illusion that you can think clearly without emotional scope is just that. An Illusion Read Descartes Error by Antonio Damasio, great book on the subject. But also, your children need an emotional response to participate in, and you cannot help with that if you are being Mr. Together with such intensity. Good luck. It all sucks. I apologize. English is not my first language, and I tend to write a bit oddly when speaking at length. I was trying to say that I was worried about our children hating her or resenting her, and that it might feed on itself, generating more hatred simply for the sake of hatred. I hope I made myself clearer now. Sorry for that. But also, your children need an emotional response to participate in, and you cannot help with that if you are being Mr. Together with such intensity. It is for them that I went to therapy in the first place. I could handle being all devoid of emotions when a wife comes up in conversation, but I do not want this to influence them in any way whatsoever. Your suggestion certainly seems like a thing I might do fairly novel at least for me who never tinkered with these sorts of things before, and I might ask my therapist about it too before putting it into play. Thank you for all your words and suggestions. The only thing you can do to affect your children's relationship with their mother is to tell them that they do not have to pick a side. They may feel like they have to ignore hate her to support you, but they do not. And you can reassure them that it is okay to still love their mother and that you would not stop loving them if they see talk to her. Go easy on her parents they love her like you love your kids. And she just blew up her entire life, then attempted suicide. Of course they are doing everything they can think of to save her life, just like you would be for one of your children. Not saying you need to acquiesce to their demands just that you do not need to hate them. The only thing you can do to affect your children's relationship with their mother is to tell them that they do not have to pick a side. I told them that right from the start, that even though what is happening between us two is affecting the whole family, and that understandably, some resentment or bitterness might float up to the surface, they should not push their mother away. Before the suicide attempt on night, they kept in touch with their mother on at least every second day if not on a daily basis, but they did confide in me that they were not so eager slightly before Anai because she was trying to get to me through them, just telling them she was sorry, that she wanted to make everything back and make us a whole family again. They were uncomfortable with that, hence the gradual lessening in communication. Go easy on her parents they love her like you love your kids. I understand that perfectly well, but for the time being, they are simply not helping the situation at hand with their persistence that we could make it past this and get back together. We could, and should, make it past all of this, but under no circumstance will we ever get back together. Not saying you need to acquiesce to their demands, just that you do not need to hate them. Not to worry, I understood what it you were saying, it is much appreciated. Your kids will get over this. And it would probably be best to get your youngest into seeing a counselor to help her sort her feelings. As far as your kids reacting to this, 
Well look at it from the perspective that someone that loved, looked up to their entire life just betrayed all of them, the entire family unit, it was not just you and your wife, she did not just cheat, she had an affair, and it was them that found out about it, honestly, she put them in one of the most selfish and ducked up positions a parent can do to their kids, she betrayed them all, and them finding out were forced to pick a side, people will say there are no signs in this, but, there are, and your kids picked you, because your wife picked someone else over your family, talk to them, and keep up communicating with them. The entire family unit, it was not just you and your wife, she did not just cheat, she had an affair, and it was them that found out about it, she betrayed them all, and them finding out were forced to pick a side, at times I wonder why she did not think about them, if, not me, yes, our children were, for the most part, already establishing their lives independently, but we were and still are a tightly knit family. This is probably due to me being an orphan and never knowing any true family, other than the one I made and the ones that people welcomed me into over the years. So I had my hand in raising them with the belief that family was important, and that if one of us faltered, the others should be there to support them and help them. I worry that this is what makes them harbor negative emotions for their mother, that a member of our family willingly chose to destroy it, or rather, our marriage, because it is not just a one-time thing. This was not a brief, absence of sanity, the family is still strong and I am glad our children are dealing with this as well as they are, but I see them and I know I will always look at them and see my children, my sons and daughters, as someone to look over, no matter their age or apparent maturity, talk to them, and keep up communicating with them, that was the plan, yes, thank you for your reply. My ex W cheated and our children along with my older daughters from a previous relationship suffered horribly, my oldest tried to commit suicide over it, the thing I can tell you is just always be there for them, spend as much time as you can with him, it's okay to show your emotions to them, they will use you to connect and this in a way will help them draw closer to you. As for your STBXW there is not much you can do for her, I would just offer a level of forgiveness but I would still move on with your life. Often people confuse the two things as one, you can forgive but it does not mean you have to stay with that person. I personally agree with you. I divorced over it too. I however wished I would have been more strict about it but it just did not work out that way for me. Your kids will heal and they will move on with you. Mine did. Good for you for divorcing her and being a great father to your kids. I wish you all the best. See, oh dear, I hope your oldest received the help they desperately needed over it. I cannot begin to contemplate what my reaction would have been like if one of our children became so overwhelmed that they attempted suicide. Thank you very much for your words and for sharing your experience with me. I honestly appreciate it. Thank you and best of luck in life and love to you and your family. You more than deserve it. I fought for years to help her but sadly a year and a half ago she was successful in her last attempt. I can say I am grateful that I was able to spend the last day of her life with her. I love her and will always miss her. It's sad that people do not realize just how destructive infidelity is to kids. Sure I would not cite that as being the only problem my daughter had but it sure did not help her out any either. I wish you and your family the best. See, my condolences. I am sorry, I do not know what else I can say. And thank you once again. Six years ago. After 20 years together, 17 of them married, my husband came home from a several month business trip and was acting very weird, 
In the short period while I was trying to figure out whether this was temporary insanity on his part or what, he put his new relationship status on Facebook, jackass is in a relationship with ho. I had to face the reality that it was over and tell my then 15 year old son before he saw it for himself. So, I was and mostly have been like you. At work I was a high school teacher, so I had to keep it together for the students. And back home I had to keep it together for my son. About a year and a half later my friend set me up with a guy and we had a brief thing. His visa expired so he had to leave and then he broke up with me. That night I drank too much shitty tequila and sobbed my ass off about that. Then I was back to normal again. Fast forward 5 years both my parents died within 4 months of each other. Again, everybody asked how I was and I was weirdly normal. Some people process emotions differently. You are feeling things but it is like a murky pond that seems tranquil enough. But time to time some huge ducked up tentacle breaks through the surface briefly. Another analogy is that your eyes have colored lenses on them, but you do not realize it. You adjust to the new way all the colors look, so you think everything is normal. But a few years later when they have changed back a little, you realize that you were seeing everything filtered through the different lens. You are feeling things, but at a low level steady intensity, so you are not especially conscious of the feeling. From time to time something may come up that will trigger you and strong feelings will break through temporarily. One thing that may help would be to take up an expressive art, such as writing, painting, or music. As a hobby, I was and am working as a musician, which gives me permission to sing about strong feelings. I do not have to make myself feel this and that all I have to is express whatever feeling is in the song for artistic purposes. As someone who is somewhat dissociated from their emotions, this gives me permission to express things in a way I could not do directly. As for your daughter, do not assume that she is like you. Teenagers are experts at hiding their inner lives from adults. My son was very much wounded by his father's abandonment. And one of my big regrets is that I was so overwhelmed with day-to-day -day worries that I did not arrange a therapist. So go ahead and take that initiative. I hope this helps. I am sorry to hear about what you and your son went through, but I also want to thank you for sharing this. As to our youngest daughter, I never assumed she is like me. I do not believe I even implied as much. I only brought up that she supported what I was doing going through with the divorce and that although sad she could see why it was happening. In any case, it has been a while since this thread started and I have come to a firm decision that she too might benefit from some counseling, if only to give her a way to vent in a way she possibly could not around me or her friends. As for myself. I have already got several hobbies and recently I have taken an interest in foreign languages, so that is something novel to keep my mind occupied and let me learn to express myself in ways I could not before. And the twins are keen on getting me involved in trying to learn how to skate on ice, not sure about that one though, never been too good on roller skates. When I was about your twins age, I was the kids in this scenario. My dad found out about an affair my mom had been having with a CO worker. He left her, and an ugly divorce ensued. I was living on my own a few thousand miles away at the time, so my day-to-day -day life was unaffected. But my relationships certainly were. I have not spoken to my mother in years and do not intend to again. I have not spoken to her sister my aunt with whom I was previously pretty close in almost as long because I was frustrated with her insistence on trying to interfere. I only recently began speaking with my grandmother again, 
My mother thought the anger would pass and that I would eventually want to reconnect with her. When it became clear that that was not going to happen, she got angry and desperate, to the point of threatening that if she killed herself it would be my fault for abandoning her. The reason why I bring this all up is just to make it clear that I have been there. One of the strangest things in this whole process for me was seeing people's insistence that for my own well-being it was necessary that I eventually reconnect with my mother. If I did not want any kind of relationship with her, then that could not be an informed decision that I did made. Instead it must be me lashing out in anger. But it was not that to me. In my eyes she was just a terrible person who happened to be related to me, and not someone who I wanted in my life. It was a valuable life lesson family is very important, but it does not trump everything. Based on what you described here, your wife sounds like an incredibly selfish and short-sighted person. The affair, the poorly attempted cover-up and the suicide seem like the actions of someone who is only looking out for herself and how she feels at that moment. I am going to go out in a limb and bet that that extended into her relationship with your children. Maybe I am reading my own experiences into this too much, but I did bet that they already had serious issues with her even before this, so despite what the timing may seem to indicate, their reaction is not entirely about the affair. It has been building up for a long time, and this was the spark. That is also why people on the outside would not get it, and will insist that for your children's health they need to have some kind of relationship with their mother. The people saying that probably have decent mothers, and recognize how important their relationships with their own mothers were to their growth as people. But it seems likely that your kids never had that in the first place. So that ship sailed a long time ago and the damage is done. If they are, like me, they may feel like there is little at stake here, since their relationships with your wife just were not that great to begin with. And again, this might be me reading too much of my own past into this, but if my mother had gone through with the suicide attempt that she kept threatening, all it would have done is make me angrier at her. It is possible that your kids maybe saw through the suicide attempt as a plea for attention and sympathy by someone who deserves neither. So if their reactions seemed out of line that could be why. It sounds like you raised good kids who know right from wrong. Keep telling them that you had be perfectly fine with them having a relationship with their mom, because it will be good for them to hear it. Do not be surprised if they elect not to anyway. Your wife will almost certainly spin it as you poisoning the well against her, because the only other alternative is admitting to her friends and family that she is such a godawful person that her own children disowned her. So she will make you the asshole to try to save face. Just try not to get caught up in that if you can avoid it. As for your kids, clearly they are going through some shit right now but they seem pretty resolute in what they have chosen. They are adults or near enough to it who are capable of making these sorts of decisions. I think they will be fine, even if fine ends up looking not like you had expect. I do think encouraging them to seek help is a good idea, whether or not they go through with it. When you, I look back on my own experiences and have almost no regrets. I lost a lot of family and the fallout of everything that happened, and ideally I wish it had not turned out that way. But disowning my mother in particular was the right call, and I am a better, happier, and healthier person for having made it. It sounds like your kids may be on the same path, and if so that is not at all the worst case scenario that people claim, it might the right choice for them. And all you can reasonably do is just support them and trust them with whatever choices they make. 
Thank you for sharing your experience with us here in the thread. It honestly does mean a lot to hear from someone who has been through something as similar as what is going on here. I do not know what is going to happen tomorrow or the day after tomorrow or a month from that. Maybe their mother will wise up. Maybe she will realize that she is only pushing them away with her incessant pestering to get at me to forgive her and take her back. Or maybe not. Time alone will tell. Your story though has brought up a very fine point here not everyone has the same state of mind and they certainly do not need to keep people that abuse I hope I am not misusing the word here. But what your mother did to you I did count as abuse them anywhere near them. If it turns out they are better off without their mother in their lives, I certainly would not be trying to push them into any kind of relationship. I want them to be happy. That is about all I care. Again, my sincere thanks for sharing your story with us. First, OP, I want to say how sorry I am that you are going through all of this. I do not know if anyone has asked this question, or if it has been discussed or matters, so I apologize in advance if it has I tried to sift through the comments but I am on my phone with limited resources. It is my understanding that generally people who are happy content with their significant others or spouses do not suddenly just go out and have a prolonged affair. Did she offer any explanation as to why? Did you ask her? I know that you see cheating as some unforgivable act. And I 100% respect that. Her suicide attempt is what really stands out to me. It makes me feel like she had some kind of disconnect before her affair that triggered this behavior besides the divorce of course. The end of a long-term marriage is a heavy and serious decision, but a mentally healthy person would not contemplate suicide as an option Emma. I am just wondering if she had some sort of depression or mental issue before this. As for handling your children, my parents are divorced and I have not spoken to my father in almost 10 years. I never will and I will never want to. Unlike your wife OP, my father did not just cheat on my mother he was also an emotionally manipulating and abusive parent to me and abusive spouse to her. Some things will never heal with time and do cause problems. Someone above said that their parent cheating caused them to have severe trust issues. This is true. I had the same fears that I would end up with a man who cheated on me or worse. For a long time I was scared and distrustful of any potential partners. Talk your children. Encourage them to see a therapist with or without you. To help them as well. Did she offer any explanation as to why? First response was, sadly, the cliché of them all. It just happened. I think I might have shut down very well at that point on the emotional front. How does an emotional affair, over the length of several months, that then turned into a fully physical affair, with sex involved, just happen? Answer it does not. All I heard was bullshit, one paltry excuse after another. Did you ask her? Of course I did. Regardless of the fact that our marriage was finished as far as I was concerned, I wanted to know what made her possibly think that she should cheat and that things would stay the same. Her answer, I do not know, it was a mistake, it just happened. All of that was interspersed with crying, stuttering and so on. All of it was utterly meaningless to me, because in the end, she cheated because she wanted to cheat. It makes me feel like she had some kind of disconnect before her affair that triggered this behavior besides the divorce of course. If there was, she hid it so well from me that I never knew about it. I am just wondering if she had some sort of depression or mental issue before this. None. The only significant period of some sadness was when one of her aunts died and she mourned her for quite a while. But that was more than six years ago. 
talk your children, encourage them to see a therapist with or without you, to help them as well, will do. No matter how much I disagree or seem hostile to some folks in the thread, I am truly grateful for all you taking the time to post your thoughts on the matter, even though I might not agree with all of them. This is slightly different to your situation, as my dad left my mom after she cheated when my siblings and I were 16 and under. My sister was 16, I was 12 and my brother was 8. My mom cheated on my dad for 8 months, keeping him on a leash in case her affair did not work out. The reason I am commenting is to let you know our relationship with our mother, we hated her, or, I did because I saw how much she broke my dad, but we kept our distance, much like your kids have done, we wanted to live with dad, which was easy, because mom did not even fight for us in the custody, battle, I took the longest to heal, because I was at the age where I really needed my mother, and I knew that, dad never pushed my mom on me, or tried to make me go see her, but did make sure I was okay and did ask every now and then whether I wanted to go see her, he did want her in my life, flash to 10 years from then, I am almost 22, my sister is 25 and my brother is 17, my sister ended up moving in with my mum and still lies there, after my father passed, my brother had no choice but to live there, and I am living with my boyfriend, my relationship with my mother is better, than ever, and it got better even before dad died. I tell you this so you can see that your kids are allowed to be angry at their mother for as long as they want, and when they are ready, they might go out for coffee, or who knows what. Also so that you know you do not need to feel guilty if you do about not wanting them to see her, or not forcing her on them, because she is their mother. They also need time to heal, because no matter how old they are, the divorce is not just about the husband and wife, it is also about the kids, and very well can be the friends, too. My advice is to let them heal, you need to, too. It does not take a month to heal. I took a year and a half before I went and saw my mom at her new house with my now stepdad, maybe once in a while ask if they have gone to see her, or if they want to, be supportive, if you can because the lack of a mother figure can be harmful regardless of age. I hope I could help. I tell you this so you can see that your kids are allowed to be angry at their mother for as long as they want, and when they are ready, they might go out for coffee, or who knows what. I see it this way too, they might be resentful of what she did now, and they might reconnect with her once she starts getting better later on. I got nothing against this, whatever makes them happy, really, my advice is to let them heal, you need to, too, it does not take a month to heal. I took a year and a half before I went and saw my mom at her new house with my now stepdad, maybe once in a while ask if they have gone to see her, or if they want to, be supportive, if you can, because the lack of a mother figure can be harmful regardless of age. I was not even trying to imply I have healed, I am merely numb to it all. That is it, I do not want to rush things, that just seems like it will mess everything up even more. Like I have said several times before, time will tell. All I want to say is, in the future, after the divorce is final and she has gotten help for her mental issues, you should really think about at least being cordial with your ex, 
For your children, even with them being adults, you still set the tone. Just because they are adults does not mean your jobs as parents is done and you are out of each other's lives for good. Some divorcees live like that and it just ends up hurting their kids in the long run. This is not all on you of course. Boo there will be holidays, weddings, possibly grandkids, and if your children have a relationship with their mother, which they should, then you too will be sharing in that. I am not saying BBFFS, but standing in a room together and saying hello hopefully would not be an impossibility in the future. I am sorry for your situation, I am perfectly capable of coexisting with her or being in the same room with her, I just do not want to be married to her anymore and I do not want to her for the nth time how she is sorry. I certainly have no intention of ruining any of my children's weddings if they choose to have one or any other event simply because their mother might be there. I am not sure if this has been mentioned in another response but I know from my personal experiences that numbness can often be a way to mask anger towards someone who has hurt you. That anger may not be tangibly noticeable to you but I would recommend considering that it can affect others around you and even cloud your judgment as to what you really want to gain from this experience. I would assume that after being married for 22 years, you deeply loved your wife and despite that feeling of distance and your desire to detach yourself entirely, you may regret not living up to the responsibilities of your own ethics as it pertains to understanding her betrayal, if not forgiving her for it especially if the consequences became more permanent and that chance to grow from the experience passed the entire family by, whether your wife lived up to those standards or not. At this point it is more about setting the right example for your kids and being honest with yourself about living up to your own expectations. The numbness only comes into play where the mother of my children is concerned. All other parts of my life go on and I am perfectly capable of emotions of all sorts. It is just that when she is brought to the fore of any talk, there is this emptiness, for lack of a better part, like you know something is supposed to be there, but, it is not, so you shrug and move on towards whatever is next, what you really want to gain from this experience, a clean and simple divorce from the wife, so that we can move on with our lives, and our children to be healthy and happy as they could be given the situation, that is about it. Really, you may regret not living up to the responsibilities of your own ethics. I am not sure what you mean with this. Please, clarify. My dad cheated on my stepmom. I was the one communicating to her about what I was seeing. She left him. I left him. He is an arsaist and an alcoholic. I do not talk to him because I do not care. If you genuinely are a shitty human being then that is that. No reason to interact with you anymore. Even if other people believe that family is family, laughing my freaking butt off horse shit, I have been where your kids are at, I was 17 and am now 19, simply speaking, talk to them but do not say anything like well she is still your mom because they will get pissed you invalidate how they feeling about it, she can be their mom but that does not mean she was a good one, if you say she was, to cheat is to take a shit on all the time you spent together, her, cheating took a nice big shit on all her mothering she did. She soured the whole thing by making their favorite relationship your marriage OP seem like it meant nothing to her. No, I do not believe in forcing people to act civil towards each other if one of them is simply not possible to be around to start with. I believe I have said something like she is your mother, but I also added whatever you do, I will be right there with you, no matter what. Whatever their choice, they are still my children and I love them, each and every one of them.
I am sorry to hear about what happened to you and your stepmom. Hopefully things have improved for you too in the meantime since it all happened. Very similar situation here. My mom cheated on my stepfather that did had a child age 6. My middle brother, 18 and myself 24 these are the ages we were when the affair came to light. Essentially I caught it first. She was sloppy with her email. I began saving her messages and harassing the man involved via email. I was crushed. My stepfather basically saved our little family. And my bipolar mom went and did this. I was so mad. I could barely look at her. I wanted to tell him but I just could not. The other man's wife called the house to ask my stepfather if his wife would kindly stop ducking her husband. On his birthday, fast forward a year later and they had been working through it and had counseling. Things seemed okay. I did move to Washington state at this point for school. So I was two states away. They called to let me know they were divorcing. I took this harder than when my actual parents divorced. Fast forward a year later and my mom was not handling the split well at all. She obsessed over it and spiraled into a huge, dark depression we could not pull her out of. She had been a labor nurse a really good one. She had to stop working because she was so affected by this depression. Multiple suicide attempts, multitudes of prescription drugs to fight it, probably making it worse. My middle brother found her on April 1st. 2006 she has hung herself with a bathrobe belt from her canopy bed. Just barely enough time had passed that her brain was so oxygen starved that it was pretty much an only a miracle will save her now situation. I was living in Eureka at this point, six hours away from home in the Bay Area. Dropped everything and drove all night to be with her. She was on an ice blanket to get her brain to stop swelling. Her two top front teeth were knocked out because the EMTs had to pry open her mouth to get oxygen into her. She hated being cold. I sat with her for seven days. Her nurse CO workers came, family came, friends came. We painted her toe, sang John Lennon songs to her in a coup, held her hand, whispered in her ears that we will be okay. Do not cling to this broken body anymore. I got in bed with her when we took her off the machine. I spooned her. Just us two. After everyone had left, and in came some more of her CO workers in the middle of the night. She was so very loved. She died on April 9, 2006. An hour later a cousin gave birth. We celebrated her two months later with a New Orleans-style funky jazz parade. We had a potluck with all of her amazing foods she used to make as fair. Suicide sucks. Depression sucks. Fast forward to now. Youngest brother is 18 and at a university. Middle brother is married and still has no actual career but lots of ideas to build something off of. I am struggling to survive, making barely enough so that ends can meet. But my boyfriend, our little doggies and I have a lot of love in our very shitty and overpriced apartment. Stepfather remarried and had two more kiddos and just bought a house in the country with a huge basement for it. Lots of fun, not a great ending, but life does move on. You and your whole family were incredibly strong to pull through all this, for what it is worth. My condolences on your loss, though I undoubtedly come off as cold. I do not wish death on my wife, but I do not want to stay married to her either. Hopefully, she will find the help she needs to move on with her life as a person and as the mother of our children. Now, my main concern here is about our kids. For now, 
They are keeping away from her, of their own free choice. I did not poison them against their mother or anything of the sort. They just do not want to talk to her much at all. Our youngest has been hit the hardest by her mother's infidelity. And I have been thinking of maybe having her see go for some therapy too. If we cannot resolve this on our own, take her to a therapist. Even if she says she does not need it, tell her it had be good for her to have at least a few sessions to build up a rapport with someone now in case she does really need it later. When you, as a mother of a teen, I think she does need some counseling now. If nothing else it will give her a safe person to vent to and confide in. You should also encourage the older kids to talk to someone about it all. 2. I hope your ex gets the help she needs for you kids sake. I am so sorry you have to deal with all this crap. You are absolutely correct to not give in to your ex's manipulations. And please make sure your lawyer knows about this in case your wife signs anything and later tries to claim is. Should not count because she was not in her right mind. Take her to a therapist. Yes, the consensus in the thread and my own opinion agree on this. I will just try not to rush it or seem like I am pressuring her to do this against her will. As far as her siblings are concerned. They have handled all this spectacularly. I am honestly very proud of them for how well they held up in this whole mess of a situation. The twins help each other out a lot. That goes without saying. And our son has confided in his girlfriend about this. He did ask me beforehand about sharing this in greater detail, even though there was no real need to, who has also been immensely supportive to him in this regard. And please make sure your lawyer knows about this in case your wife signs anything and later tries to claim it should not count because she was not in her right mind. Will do. Thank you for your words and well wishes. Thanks for watching. Consider subscribing for more videos.